You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. At American Trends, we only talk about what your social media says is trending. Let's get right back into it head first. Sadly, the news is grim. And uncertainty and anarchy is literally gripping the nation in certain cities. What is going on? Everybody wants to know. And more importantly, when will this violence end? And has there ever been a time as ominous as what we're experiencing today? Certainly not recently. Joining me from Connecticut is historian and contributor to the Daily Surge, Matt Fitzgibbons. Matt, welcome to the show, my friend. Pleasure to be with you, Barry. Thanks Pleasure for having me. Pleasure to have you. So you're a historian. Talk to me. Are we setting a record recently for trying times? Has it been this bad in a long time? We've had a lot of bad times in our history. Um, I would say that it's unprecedented that we have a situation where the administration is not properly identifying an organization as a terrorist organization. I think actually this is um, kind of um, trickle-down animosity. It's happening from the very top. People are seeing video footage, making assumptions about what's really happening, and drawing conclusions. And I think the media is stoking the fire before the facts come in. And it often takes months until we know the details of any one of these events. And um, it's very unfortunate, but I just don't see uh, any kind of an end to it anytime in the near future. You know, on that subject, Matt, just today I heard people still yelling out, and I find this so confusing and perplexing, hands up, don't shoot. Even though it's been proven time and time again, hands up never happened, don't shoot never happened. Every fact that became the basis of the Black Lives Matter coming out of Ferguson was an invention of a movement funded and supported by outside agitators and yet it persists. Is that the media? Is that the perception that they want to have a problem? Where's it coming from, Matt? I think that's part of the fact. I think also a lot of people, unfortunately, particularly a subculture within black America, are not cooperating with the police. You know, I just recently wrote a piece for uh, Daily Surge where I talk about as a musician, for example, I write music about our founding principles and coming home from late night gigs over the years and things like this. Many times I've been stopped. And if I'm, uh, you know, carrying a pistol coming back from a recording studio or something, I know that there could be an incident and there are ways of diffusing it, including keeping your hands where they can be seen. And I'm not necessarily upset by being pulled over by police. And I know what my rights are. And ultimately, if I'm arrested, I'll have my day in court. So not having that antagonism out of the gate is what prevents normal thinking people from having these kinds of situations. Okay, well, Matt, you're not an old guy, but then again, you're not in your 20s. Do you remember in your lifetime such a relentless and reoccurring assault on men and women in blue, 
Honestly? No, no. Honestly, I can't say that. No, I can't say it. I mean, there were isolated incidents. I remember here in Connecticut back in the 70s when, for example, the uh, Ku Klux Klan wanted to march in a parade, and I believe it was in Meriden. And I remember the ACLU, which is made up of a lot of Jews and blacks and things, stood up and fought for their right to uh, basically decry uh, everything that they were. But they fought for that First Amendment right. And there were some riots and things. And, I'm, you know, throughout our history, there have been isolated incidents, but nothing, nothing like this, nothing that's been contagious nationally for a very right, long well, time. Let's go back to that time. In the civil rights movement, and I remember a little bit of it. I was a little guy, but I, I was actually not too far from Selma in 64 um, during the march of Dr. King. I don't remember all the way to today, where the police were targeted, where the police were the enemy, and it's relentless, it's nationwide, and I gotta tell you, I think it's coming from the top. Have you ever seen anything like this? No, I don't, I don't believe I have. Um, you could make an argument that during the Reconstruction era after the Civil War, perhaps, that Southern leadership may have sparked um, actions by the Ku Klux Klan, for example. That could be a historical precedent that I'm sure a lot of people don't want to hear. But it's similar in some ways and very different, I think, in some important ways as well. Well, you know, look, the civil rights movement in the 60s um, was violent, but not like this. What comes out of this? I mean, God forbid, is it going to be martial law what happens if police are targeted coast to coast they're outnumbered a thousand ten thousand to one what do the police do at one at some point matt i think it's going to have different effects on different people in different communities uh for example widespread around the country we'll see more calls to get rid of the second amendment which is also a civil rights uh civil rights so we'll see attacks on our civil rights and our ability to protect ourselves uh particularly in these inner cities where one political party has been in charge for a very long time decades and decades and the logical thing to do would be to try perhaps a different strategy in these areas that are failing on a different front for young black men, for example, living in these areas. Their families are going to experience police departments that are really concerned uh, and are going to behave very, very differently. They know that cell phone cameras are on all the time, but they also know that every single call that they're called out to and the vast majority of them, 99.999% are to help other people, of course, always. But that very small fraction of these incidents, they might be targeted next, so they're going to be very cautious. And the young black men, for example, who live in these communities are, I think, going to experience additional tension. And the best thing that they can do and that everybody can do is just calm down and understand what your rights are. But, you know, through the Constitution, for example, and through your local and state laws understand them and understand that if you have an altercation with a police officer and you start reaching in your pocket you start resisting arrest there's a good chance under these high tensions that something very very bad is going to happen to you okay so matt prognosticate two choices two answers hillary clinton as president does she unify the country do things calm down under her administration what do you think 
I think Hillary Clinton has been a life don't like lifelong career politician. I think she has minions of cronies underneath her. I think we'll say see nothing but status quo uh, for what it's been for the last few years and much, 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 much worse in many, many respects. So um, about the men and women in blue, Matt, is it going to get better under her? Is it going to calm down? Is it going to stay the same or even get worse? Talk to me. It will stay the same or get worse. That would be my prediction. And the reason is because she's talking about Black Lives Matter. She's, she's running the chant, for example, of this domestic terrorist organization. She's not siding with the police. However, she's surrounded by the police. For example, she attacks the Second Amendment, and she's surrounded by security guards who are armed with our money. You know, but, her, Matt, talk to me quick. Tell me the difference. Donald Trump is president of the United States. What happens to the men in blue, the ladies in blue, under a Trump presidency? I think Donald Trump is kind of a wild card, and a lot of people really don't know what to expect. He doesn't have a track record as a uh, politician, so we don't know. But what he says, however, is that he supports the police department. So I think we'll see an increased confidence from the police and individual police departments that they're getting the support they deserve from Washington. All right, let's see if you're right. Stick around, we'll know in November. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.